What's going on this week? Um, wait. What do you mean? I'm I, like, or it's what? your episode, babe. I I know. I understand that. Oh, um, <laughs> I'm saying in your life. Oh, nothing. I'm recovering. We saw from, each other. Uh, yes, we saw each other. Mothers saw each other we because did. I had two weddings in one week, and am now recovering from that. Two weddings in six days. Not even a week. I know. Didn't how even get to- a week. I know how to remedy that situation. Have less friends. I mean, I, I, I tried to explain this to somebody else. I am already doing my due diligence in having less friends by having the personality that I have. However, the issue is that the few friends that I have all decided to get married at about the same time. Yep. And therein lies the rub. Okay. But hi, y'all. This is oh, crime culture. Oh, we saw each other. Haley, one co-host. I'm just excited saw that Caitlin, we saw each other. Co-host. I'm also excited that we saw each other. I'll find a picture and I'll post it because we took some cute ones. Yeah. We just, we love each other so much and we love you so much. Yeah. And this is a, this is a time and a half. Yeah. And, and now we get to see each other in a couple of months for our next, the next wedding that we've got the next to go wedding. to. Uh, before we get into the episode, um, I was watching some fun true crime stuff recently. We just talked about the uh, docuseries, I Just Killed My Dad. Yes. Yes, that was really good. And I just started watching the Army Hammer docuseries, and boy, oh boy, it's, it we is a thoughts. time and a half. We will be getting thoughts. to that. Um, I just made it through the first episode, um, so I haven't gotten through everything yet. I think there's three parts, maybe? That sounds I, correct. Yeah, that sounds right. Yeah. So uh, once we get through that um, and we get through Spooktober and everything, and we've given everybody a chance to watch it, we'll be talking about that. Um, but it kind of goes into what I'm going to be talking about today, because at least in the first part of the uh, docuseries, they set up Army Hammer's kind of like backstory, and it ends with uh, the introduction of the book that his aunt wrote about their family. And uh, I'm talking about uh, horror and thriller books today. We love some good spooky reading material, you know? Well, that's why I wanted to do this before Spooktober, so maybe you can get something from your local library or wherever you buy books. Thrift books. um, I'm a big fan of thrift books. Definitely. Um, You can pick something up to have to read for spooky season. And we talk a lot when we talk about a case, we talk about, like, the books that uh, the survivors wrote or the Mm -hmm. books that are based on a true crime case. But today I kind of just wanted to talk about like fun fiction, horror and thrillers because I've been reading a bunch. Mm-hmm. So, um that's what we're talking about today. Yeah. And I know you're reading some as well. I am. I'm reading some recommendations from you actually in addition yes. to I just as you know, I just got Jeanette McCurdy's. I think this counts as true crime in my opinion. It's, seriously, I was um, going to say that I need I'm waiting for that book to come in at my library so that I can read it, but it's uh, I will obviously probably, on like backlog, I will probably backlog. read it. Yeah, but I'll probably read it have be done reading it by the time we see each other for that wedding yeah. next month so I can just bring it with me. Um see friendship planning in real time. Oh yeah. Um 
but yeah I just got that book because Amazon, it was so backordered. Amazon put it on like major sale. And normally I'm not a promoter of buying books on Amazon, but it was literally like 50% off because nobody was buying it because it was so heavily backordered. And they were like, it'll be here in two months. And then it only got here in a month. Yay. Yeah. So, but I'm reading that. And then I'm reading a book that um, I'm, I want to finish this, this book that you're probably going to mention. I so will. I'm not going to yes. say it um, so that I can then hop into Jeanette McCurdy's book, I'm Glad My Mom Died, which for those who don't know, Jeanette McCurdy was a, is a former child star who was on iCarly, uh, Sam and Cat on Nickelodeon. And so she's just she's got some tea in there. But also her mom was just her mom was like if Kris Jenner and Dee Dee Blanchard had a baby. Yeah, she's uh She's not a nice lady, it would seem. Was not a nice lady. Was not a nice lady. Yes. She dead. Yes. Speaking um, of she dead and speaking ill of the dead, the queen is dead. Oh my God. The queen died. Oh, I'm just worried about the corgis. I mean, I don't know why everyone's talking about Prince Charles becoming king. king quote Charles. unquote king. Oh. Yeah, well, I'm sure that one of the corgis is higher in line than Charles. Oh, 100%. I would die like in bliss if the queen's last will and testament said something like i want my corgis will leave the, the kingdom corgis on it i i'm oh god i'm here for it i'm here for it i love those little fuckers they're so cute if the royal family is and everybody else's a figurehead then why not make it a corgi head exactly exactly the the family seal perhaps redesign I mean, it the, just, the hits just keep printing themselves <laughs> But anyway, oh, God. Um, so before I get into, I'm going to talk uh, about a different, a couple different topics regarding um, horror and thriller books. Before I get into it, I kind of wanted to talk about the history of the horror genre in literature, because uh, I found a bunch of articles about that and I thought it was really fascinating. And so the horror genre in literature dates back to ancient Greece and ancient Rome, where horror stories explored themes related to death, demons, evil spirits, and the afterlife, kind of similar to everything that we have being written now. Um, but some early examples would include the ancient Greek tragedy Hippolytus by oh. uh, Euripides. Mm -hmm. um, I, I, you could tell I looked that up before to learn but how you, to pronounce but it. But you got it. You killed it. I did. Google pronunciation, my friend. Mm -hmm. They'll save you every time. Um, and... Hippolytus is a gruesome story about how jealousy and the lack of empathy can lead to tragedy. And also the book, or I think it's a play. No, Hippolytus was a play. This one, Parallel Lives by Plutarch, is a series of biographies highlighting the many moral failures of man, which hmm, ring the bell for that one. Great job. Yep. Um, the Gothic novel is a genre of horror that focused specifically on death and originated in the 18th century and is exemplified by a very well-known name in uh, dark writings, Edgar Allan Poe, mm -hmm. uh, which we will talk about, believe me. Poe's for Poe over here. There's just a lot of information on it, Edgar Allan Poe to like sift through. It's like, what story do you want to tell? Do you want to talk about his like writing and how he came up through that do you want to talk about his mysterious death do you want to talk about uh he married like a 12 year old maybe was that him um, i think he married i think he married like a cousin that was young 
Oh, I think it was one of those. That's a, that's a, that's something. I vaguely remember that. I could that's be wrong. That, but. that kind of, Edgar Allan Poe was one of my favorite authors when I was in like middle school, high school and college. I mean, I still really like him, but I've just expanded my horizons yeah. since then. So now I have more, but that taints things a little bit. <laughs> yeah. Just love taking your heroes down a peg. Oh, yay. <laughs> but anyway, so horror literature in the 19th century and 20th centuries often focus on tales involving occult ideas like Mary Shelley's Frankenstein from 1818 or mm-hmm. Bram Stoker's Dracula from 1897. Mm-hmm. Modern horror novels have expanded the genre to include new elements and contemporary themes like serial killers and slasher stories, which are some of my faves, mm-hmm. as well as genre mashups that combine horror with historical fantasy, modern interpretations of fantastical creatures like ghosts and vampires werewolves witches yeah twilight we yeah get um literary historic historian j.a cudden in 1984 defined the horror story as quote a piece of fiction in prose of variable length which shocks or even frightens the reader or perhaps induces a feeling of repulsion or loathing end quote mm. Horror intends to create an eerie and frightening atmosphere for the reader. Often the central menace of the work of horror fiction can be interpreted as a metaphor for larger fears of society, which I think is um, a really fun way to do it, especially um, you can see that in a lot of horror movies, which I will start talking about in a little bit too. Like uh, there's so many horror movies that you see one thing and it's really just uh, you break it down and it's just like, all this stuff about society and how everyone's fucked up. Right. Which is fun. I love that. I love it. Um, there are a couple subgenres of horror novels, um, which would include one being gothic, which focuses specifically on death, like I mentioned. And for that, you can think of books like The House of on Haunted Hill by Shirley Jackson, mm-hmm. uh, Mexican Gothic by Sylvia Moreno-Garcia, or The Pit and the Pendulum by Edgar Allan Poe. Mm-hmm. There are paranormal uh, horror books involving ghost stories or supernatural horror events that don't exist within the context of scientific expl- explanation, uh, which you can think of Horns by Joe Hill. Joe Hill is the son of Stephen King. Yes. Oh, yes. my God. And Horns was creepy. Yes. There was the movie with uh, Daniel, Daniel Radcliffe. Radcliffe. Yeah. Uh, you can also think of The Shining by Stephen mm-hmm. King, obviously. Um, like father, like son. Very creepy. Of course. Uh, there's occult horror, which is ritual practices that are not considered religion or science. Think mm-hmm. The Necromancers by Robert Hugh Benson. Uh, Burn Palace by Stephen Dobbins. Or The Ruins by Scott Smith. More on that in a little bit. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's dark fantasy, which blends dark elements of fantasy within horror, like um, Boy's Life by Robert R. McCammon, uh, The Library of Mount Char by Scott Hawkins, and The Changeling by Victor Laval. Laval. Uh, there's survival horror, which I think is probably one of my favorites, where the main mm-hmm. character is hunted and trying to survive within the circumstances. So The Campfire, uh, sorry, Campfire by Sean Sorrells. Final Girl Support Group by Grady Hendrix. Mm-hmm. Um, That's the one I'm reading that. right now. Yes. Uh, <laughs> and then there's also The Wolf Road by Beth Lewis, which sounds really, really good. All of these um, I will put on a list on our website, all the books that I'm going to mention. So if you're interested, 
um, in any of the books that I mentioned, they will be on a master list. And much like I did with the, um, in the beginning of quarantine, we talked about what you should watch during quarantine. And I made a post about like, if you're into like crime procedurals, watch this. If you're into like, uh, dramatizations of real events, watch this. So that kind of like blew up on our website. Mm -hmm. So I'm going to do the same thing with these horror books. Um, if you're like, if you're looking for a haunted house story, if you're looking for a ghost story, like I'll put this in a huge list. And if you have any suggestions, it'll just be like a living document that we could just add to and people can find it and find something fun to read. Yeah. Um, but the last section, uh, subgenre of horror novels would be the science fiction horror, which blends elements of science fiction into a terrifying story, which would be, um, Salvation Day by Kali Wallace, uh, Who Goes There by John W. Campbell and William F. Nolan, which is actually the basis of the, um, the thing. Um, so it's like that okay, story yeah. that the, the group is in think, Antarctica. I think that one. That's the one that was made into the Kurt Russell movie. Yes. Yeah. But there was, there was one before it, I think. Possibly. And then it was, yeah. I think the Kurt Russell one is a remake. Yeah. I mean, no, that's, Fairly that's entirely possible because yes. I'm, I'm a big baby. So if you think for one second that I know much beyond Kurt Russell was in this movie, you would be giving me yeah. a lot a lot of credit that i don't deserve <laughs> okay good uh and also if you're thinking science fiction horror you're probably gonna think hp lovecraft but he was problematic so mm. let's not talk about him too much hell yeah um let's stop giving problematic people a platform yeah i love how the harry potter books were just written from lore yeah no just, author there it came, came from the ether mm-hmm um, before I get into some of the books that I have been reading recently or have read recently that I want to specifically highlight, there are a bunch of authors that if you are not reading horror fiction or even like YA horror thrillers, um, there's a couple authors you're probably going to want to look into. Obviously, the number one, Stephen King. Stephen mm -hmm. King can get a little long and mm -hmm. droning. You can look at uh, it is like 1200 pages yeah and you've talked about that too isn't there like it's a daunting read he yeah. goes on for quite some time his novellas are very very good because he kind of like gets to the fucking point um but i still would read like any stephen king if you're trying to get into like yes reading horror and then you can move on to joe hill his son uh mm -hmm. we already talked about horns uh, we'll talk about um uh, Nosferatu is another one that he wrote that's really really good Joe Hill's really good um, a little more concise than I think Stephen King but still very good okay. um, for some like middle grade spooks your kids can try out R.L. Stein. Mm -hmm. And you know what? You can read R.L. Stein too. Let's not gatekeep on I was gonna uh, say I like R.L. Stein. Yeah R.L. Stein's great Goosebumps. Yeah Fear Street. have a series where it was like reader beware you choose the scare and it was yeah. like if you if you want to like it was like the equivalent of like video games now. If you go through door now. one yeah you you skip to this page if you go yeah, yeah choose your own adventure books yeah. I like that. Um, uh, well I'll talk a lot about Grady Hendrix and how much mm -hmm. I love Grady Hendrix. If you're looking for funny thriller horror Grady Hendrix is great. Uh, Paul Tremblay has been big on uh, BookTube and BookTok, apparently. Oh, uh, okay. Head Full of Ghosts is one that a lot of people are talking about. I read, uh, what was it called? House at the End of the World, I think it was, by Paul Tremblay. Very good. I liked it. Yeah. 
Um, Ruth Ware is another one that's like really good. Um, I'll talk about a book that I read of hers that is like one of my faves. And uh, Riley Sager, also mm-hmm. really good. Yes. Uh, another like kind of YA author. And Stephanie Perkins, who wrote uh, There's Someone in there's someone inside your house i think it was just oh. made into a netflix yeah movie yeah yeah i can't I'll think of the name of it right now but I'll, there's a couple of like other ones of hers that are uh that sound really good that i haven't gotten to read yet but um that are definitely on my list my to be read list is uh a nightmare because mm-hmm. it is hundreds and hundreds of books long and i know i will never get to it and it makes me sad uh, but every time I find a book that I'm like, oh, I need to read this ad, I'm, yep. I will eventually sift through it. And on my deathbed, I will have finished the last page of the last book and then I will be able to leave this world. OK, good to know. So I'll Most, just keep making sure that different books go out of print and then you'll just never leave this world. You'll never leave me. And it's fine. That's well, I, I have um, what's it called? Rage by uh, Stephen King. I think it was under the it was one of the Bachman books. Um, okay. under his like pseudonym and it is not in print anywhere it was like pulled because uh it's like about a school shooter and it's a touchy mm-hmm. subject and um it's not printed anymore but i want to read it yeah and i can't fucking find it anywhere you can only find it in like a compendium of bachman books uh, uh like if you find it at a thrift store and you're lucky enough to have found it then like whatever but one more time it, title rage just rage like i I know but i'm saying like there's no like you know how there's like a no there's no subheading that's what i mean that's what i mean okay okay it's just called rage okay um it sounds really good and i really wanted to read it because it's a bachman book and i will talk about actually let me have that one be my first one so my very favorite these are and now i'm getting into the section of books that i've read recently that i'm going to recommend so if you want to pick one up um my very favorite stephen king book which is a Bachman book is uh, the long walk. And I feel like I've mentioned it before, but it is so good. It is my favorite. It's not too long. Um, and it's, if you are a fan of like the hunger games or the maze runner or something like that, you're mm-hmm. really going to like the long walk. So, okay. Uh, the synopsis is um, against the wishes of his mother, 16-year-old Ray Garrity is about to compete in the annual grueling match of stamina and wits known as the Long Walk. 100 boys must keep a steady pace of four miles per hour without ever stopping, with the winner being awarded <gasps> the prize, in all caps. That's anything, Yes. Anything like he that. wants for the rest of his life. But as part of this national tournament that sweeps through the dystopian America year after year, there are some harsh rules that Garrity and the 99 others must adhere to in order to beat out the rest. There is no finish line. The winner is the last man standing. Contestants cannot receive any outside aid whatsoever. Slow down under the speed limit. You're given a warning. Three warnings and you're out of the game. Permanently. Oh my. Yes. It is. It's one of my favorite subgenres of like horror thrillers which is the the kind of like the one by one trope that like one person's taken out like and you whittle it down until there's like one person left it also is like the game show premise which i always think is fun Mm -hmm. another stephen king you can read for that is the running man that would be really good that's under the the regular (laughs) yes it's under the regular stephen king name but i actually like the long walk better um it has not been made as far as i know and i've looked pretty recently the long walk has never been adapted into a movie 
it is a crime that it hasn't because it is so so good um the whole thing is that they start up in like maine and these boys just have to walk in this dystopian america so i think like like it's however long it takes them there's no sleeping there's no breaks there's no nothing it's you just walk and like make it to however far you can make it and um it's really really good i would highly recommend the long walk by stephen king or richard bachman depending on um what place you get your book from or like what print printing it is because i think the newer ones like the the version that i have on my bookshelf right now says the long walk by stephen king but i think if you get an early print where he didn't release his name that it was richard bachman then mm-hmm. it's that but whatever uh very good another in the same kind of similar vein is actually a book i read several years ago but i've been meaning to get it again and reread it uh it's battle royale by koshan takahami takami okay. uh it is very good obviously you've probably heard of it there's a movie um adaptation of it that's very very good i think it's like the template for books or movies like the long walk the hunger games maze runner the um kids fighting each other getting killed off one by one type thing i mean unless you're counting lord of the flies which is another fantastic one but so battle royale is a class of junior high high school students are taken to a deserted island where as part of a ruthless authoritarian program they're provided arms and forced to kill each other until only one survivor is left standing damn that is very lord of the flies yes uh it's like a it's a pretty hefty novel uh obviously i've read the english translation because i would not be able to read in japanese the movie is in japanese Ooh. Uh, with subtitles very very good um i highly recommend it so yeah battle royale uh great book also great movie uh highly recommend go read and then watch okay yeah see um, I, I prefer to do that i was just talking to somebody about that if you can always read the book first even if it's just like not going to be much like the series or the movie or whatever there's just it's it's more fun i will say with battle royale because it is a translation and because it is in uh a setting in a country that i am not familiar with all of the names are not easy for me to be like because there's a lot of kids in Mm -hmm. it's a whole junior high class and Mm -hmm. there's a lot of names that i'm like wait who was that kid and who was that one yeah so it's easier to kind of watch the movie because you're like oh okay like i know that that's that kid that's that kid but when you're just going back and forth with these long unfamiliar names i personally got a little confused okay um no that's totally fair but also it being one of those uh getting killed off one by one Mm. it doesn't stay a big cast for very long so you start you start getting okay this is our main core like these are the bad people these are like the good people whatever so it starts to get a little bit easier throughout the novel as people start getting killed off yeah yeah uh another one which i just finished and it's gonna seem like these are the only books that i read but i swear to god i'm gonna get to some more that aren't like this this is another like kind of competition getting killed off one by one book mm-hmm. it's just like one of my favorite genres uh if you have if you are also into that genre let me know because i have so many recommendations 
<laughs> um, but this one I just finished. It's a very recent one that just came out. It's Hide by Kirsten White. Mm-hmm. And um, the uh, description is the challenge. Spend a week hiding in an abandoned amusement park and don't get caught. The prize, enough money to change everything. Even though everyone is desperate to win, to seize the dream futures or escape their haunted past, Mac feels that she's sure she can beat her competitors. All she has to do is hide, and she's an expert at that. It's the reason she's alive and her family isn't. But as the people around her begin disappearing one by one, Mac realizes this competition is more sinister than she ever imagined and that together might be the only way to survive. 14 competitors, seven days, everywhere to hide but nowhere to run. Come out, come out wherever you are okay it is very good i don't want to give away anything really because i think everyone should read it it's so good um but there's a turn uh, like the end third of the book that i was like huh this isn't what i thought it was yeah it's still very good i liked it yeah that sounds i'm I'm adding that to my list (laughs) yes it's really good um one that i read not too long ago uh and this is kind of it goes hand in hand with another book that i read uh pretty recently um this is more in the vein of like true crime uh memoirs Mm -hmm. and it's hope a memoir of survival in cleveland this is by amanda berry and uh gina de jesus uh two of the women that were kidnapped by ariel castro Oh. oh i knew the name sounded familiar yes so i read that and then i also read i think i actually read um michelle knight's book first finding me a decade of darkness a life reclaimed a memoir of the cleveland kidnappings mm. like i said by michelle knight um and that's so that's spelled like knight as in knight the, in shining armor yes okay thank you yes um both of these books are fantastic they're basically two sides of the same coin they're like the same like it's the same thing that they all went through. Michelle was the first one to be kidnapped. Mm-hmm. And we'll get into more detail. Like, I, I won't read the description and everything because we're going to get into more detail when I actually do, like, a full episode on Ariel Castro's horrific garbage life. Yeah. Um, but Michelle Knight was kidnapped first on her way to a custody hearing for her son. <gasps> yes. I didn't know that part. Yes, it is horrifying. <gasps> you learn oh. in Michelle's book, you learn all about like her growing up, which is just like how much shit can be piled onto one fucking person. Right. Like this poor fucking woman. Oh and then God. she gets kidnapped by one of the most like disgusting garbage people in the entire world. Right. And then Amanda Berry and Gina De Jesus, um, Amanda Berry was walking on her birthday. It was either her birthday or the day after her birthday. I think it was her birthday. She was mm-hmm. walking home from her job at uh, McDonald's yep. and got kidnapped. And Gina De Jesus was friends with Ariel Castro's daughter Ugh. and kidnapped from her middle school. Yeah. Yeah. This guy's a piece of trash. These women are national heroes. Put their faces on money. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but Let's their do it. story, their story is just harrowing to say the Mm -hmm. least and um both those books i can't recommend highly enough hope a memoir of survival in cleveland and finding me a decade of darkness a life reclaimed a memoir of the cleveland kidnappings um definitely put those on your list if you are interested in true crime memoirs i could also throw on i don't have it on my list right now but i did read um um elizabeth smart yes yes i read her book you did i remember very very good 
Um, so I would add that to the list as well because um, she's another one that's like a total rock star. Yes. That you she's... can even like talk about your experience after something like that is just a fucking wild. queen. I'm I'm obsessed with her. And like, JC Dugard read her book too. Yes. Wow. Yes. Jesus. These people are crazy. Mm-hmm. Like I'm crazy hoping... in like the most they're, beautiful way that they were able to go through something like this powerhouses. and can still yeah and can still breathe is yes they're, they're incredible just tough as nails human beings yes uh, my next one is uh by an author i mentioned previously in a dark dark wood by ruth ware when a reclusive writer lenora is invited to the English countryside for a weekend away, she reluctantly agrees to make the trip. But as the first night falls, revelations unfold among friends old and new, an unnerving memory shatters Lenora's reserve, and a haunting realization creeps in. The party is not alone in the woods. And I really like, like, um, I like the setting of, like, a secluded cabin in the woods. Mm-hmm. Like, that's, like, a fun thing to like a fun setting for like a horror story yeah and i think a very classic setting that i really like when somebody takes a different turn with it so that i think is like my favorite ruth ware book that i've read there's also um the woman in cabin 10 which takes place on a boat um that is like another one of those like one by one people are going missing and also she wrote a book called one by one yeah um so there's that uh, she also wrote The Turn of the Key, which is um, a modern retelling of, um, what was it? Not The Turning, because The Turning is the movie that wasn't that good that was also a modern retelling of this. I think it, mm. I'll get to it in a second. Okay. Um, there's also The It Girl, also oh. by Ruth Ware. She's one of those that like anyone that she puts out, just go read it because it's probably going to be really, really good. Mm-hmm. Um what else do i have i'm just going through my whole list uh here's let's talk about the one let's talk about the one that you are also reading which is the final girl support group by grady hendrix don't spoil it i'm only like two chapters in i know i'm just so happy that you're reading it (laughs) i trust you see this this should be proof in and of itself that we trust Haley. we can trust Haley. It's really good, especially if like you just want to like dip a toe into like horror and thriller fiction because Grady yes. Hendrix is so funny. Yes, it's no, it's it's already it's not super scary. It's just well written. Like, does that make sense? There's going to be a description of an event that happens that I think is like is very spooky, um, but it's still very, very good. Yeah. Uh, so I, I wouldn't say that that should put anybody off because it is also very funny. Grady Hendrix is so good. Um, if you are also a fan of um, Final Girl Support Group and you want to read more, there's My, Be- My Best Friend's Exorcism, mm-hmm. which is another really good one. They just um, made that. They're making that into a series, I think, on Prime or a movie on really? Prime. Yes. I literally just saw the trailer for it last night and i tried to get michael to play it and michael was like no 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 enough spooky stuff um but it's got it's, it's got um elsie fisher from eighth grade is oh in it. nice yeah. yes it, it's very like stranger things like nostalgia 80s like yes setting and it is so, a movie i just looked it up yes so that's gonna be really good the southern book club's guide to slaying vampires which so that's on my list it's like a hilarious title and just a perfect book horror store is also one of my favorites it is a haunted house story told in a like bizarro world um ikea 
Ooh. Very good. Very funny. And I think um, out next year is a new Grady Hendrix book called How to Sell a Haunted House. That sounds fantastic. I've heard about this one. Yeah, it does sound really good. Yes. So that's out, I think, early next year. Um, Have to read it. But can I read the description of Final Girl Support Group just in case people are interested? Yes, I've read the description. So like. Okay, perfect. Yeah. So in horror movies, the final girl is the one who's left standing when the credits roll. The one who fought back, defeated the killer, and avenged her friends. The one who emerges bloodied but victorious. But after the sirens fade and the audience moves on, what happens to her? Lynette Tarkington is a real-life final girl who survived a massacre 22 years ago and it has defined her everyday life since. And she's not alone. For more than a decade, she's been meeting with five other actual final girls and their therapists in a support group for those who survived the unthinkable, putting their lives back together piece by piece. That is until one of the women misses a meeting and Lynette's worst fears are realized. Someone knows about the group and is determined to take their lives apart again piece by piece. But the thing about these final girls is that they have each other now. And no matter how bad the odds, how dark the night, how sharp the knife, they will never, ever give up. Yeah. It is so good. Um, we'll get to uh, it in a little bit. But um, it's very, if you like, um, if you like Scream and like mm-hmm. uh, something that is very aware of the genre that it's in, yes. Final Girl Support Group is that. Yes. and in the in the one of the scenes where they you're meeting all of the girls in the support group you'll be like okay that's the movie that that her crime is based on you'll start like putting that together which is really really fun um love that book cannot recommend it highly enough it is one of my favorites from last year that when i read it um one i just finished which was really good is the troop by nick cutter this is also one of those that has been going crazy on like book talk and book tube yeah that people are like anytime someone has like a roundup of books they've been uh reading they they talk about this one i wanted to like kind of stay away from the ones that were like super duper popular mm-hmm. um obviously i threw a stephen king in there and final girl support group is everywhere i want to talk about some that are also like a little under the radar so people can get in on the ground floor on some of these mm-hmm. but the troop was just so good i had to talk about it so it's also like one of my favorite like settings or like genres so once a year scoutmaster tim riggs leads a group of boys into the canadian wilderness for a three-day camping trip a tradition as comforting and reliable as a good old ghost story around a roaring bonfire but when an unexpected intruder shockingly thin disturbingly pale and voraciously hungry stumbles upon their campsite tim and the boys are exposed to something far more frightening than any tale of terror the human carrier of a bioengineered nightmare an inexplicable horror that spreads faster than fear a harrowing struggle for survival that will pit the troop against themselves the elements the infected and one another it is i'm into it so good so it is very very much a body horror book okay can Um, we can we can we say what that means for people who don't know not that i don't know i definitely um, don't know what that means i would also say it's it's body horror in the fact that there's vivid descriptions of what happens to someone's body in a horrific way (laughs) i would also say that if you are um medically yeah well medically nervous like this is about things getting inside your body oh okay that is is very especially after like the pandemic and everything (laughs) to think about like a super bug or something is very terrifying there's also that those beetles from the mummy yes i'm like i'm Um, not into it i'm not into it 
The scarabs? <laughs> yes. Yeah. All there Herbert was a Frazier. mummy double feature on Edie last weekend, and I had forgotten about those. Yeah. They yeah, exist. Uh, this is very much like that. So if you if that makes you super squeamish, this will uh, really you. freak you out. Okay. I will also say chapter 27, you'll see it coming. There is about a two to three page vivid description of really terrible abuse to a cat. Mm, no. It does, it does not carry the plot. It is just there to illustrate the um, mental state of one of the characters. You know what? You can, you just can say skip though, it. They killed a cat. I was aware of it before it happened, and I, I skipped it. It really doesn't do anything. Okay. If you can skip it. It's Aww. in chapter 27. You'll see it coming. Um, yeah, it, yeah it's like just to illustrate that. So another one that Nick Cutter wrote is The Deep. I haven't, re- I haven't read it yet. This is one that takes place in the Mariana Trench, um, which sounds really fucking creepy and sounds like a good like beach read. If you're looking for something that, like, you're oh. going to sit on the beach and not go in the water. like <laughs> I was going to say, I was going to say, you probably won't want to go in the water after that. But if, I think my sister read Jaws at the beach. I mean, I would read Jaws at the beach, but this and seems Jaws a little different. And Jaws took place, different. like, at our beach. Like, the real case of Jaws. Yeah. yeah. We've talked yeah. about this. Yeah. Um, um, but, but isn't The yeah. Deep also a movie? Didn't Wasn't the book made I into don't, a movie? I don't think it is this one. I don't it? think it's it's by Nick Cutter. No, that's not the same one. Then yeah, yeah, it's because there one. is there is another one too that's like the deep that's based on a yes. scary book called the deep. The deep, yeah. Uh, this is a different one, but uh, Nick Cutter's like the way he writes is really fun. I really liked it, but again, it's pretty it's pretty gory. It's it's a little like gruesome. So warning read at your own risk read at your own risk. Another one that uh, should probably be read at your own risk is Brother by. Anaya Alborn, A H L B O R N. Um, this one was really good. It was on a list of um books that I would consider calling them like gold star books. Like if you read it, you get a gold star because it's like pretty bad. Uh, but it was on a, a list of books that were like intense thrillers, and I was like, let me dip my toe into this, see what it, see what it's like. Um, I was not like completely grossed out by this and i also like like there there's like a couple twists and one of them i was like yeah i I saw that coming Mm -hmm. um but still very good i would still recommend because of the um point of view that it's in so let me just read the description sure deep in the heart of texas appalachia appalachia stands a crooked farmhouse miles away from any road the morrows keep to themselves and it's served them well so far When girls go missing off the side of the highway, the cops don't knock on their door, which is a good thing, seeing as to what's buried in the Morrow's backyard. But 19-year-old Michael Morrow isn't like the rest of his family. He doesn't take pleasure in the screams that echo through the trees. Michael pines for normalcy, and he's sure that someday he'll see the world beyond West Virginia. When he meets Alice, a pretty girl working at a record shop in a small nearby town of Dahlia, he's immediately smitten. For a moment, he nearly forgets about the monster he's become. But his brother Rebel is all too eager to remind Michael of his place. Oh, great! <laughs> so it's basically told in the point of view of like a serial killer family. Yeah. Like, have you ever wondered, like, you wanted to see Texas Chainsaw Massacre mm-hmm. in in the eyes of the family? Then this is the book. Uh, it was really cool. It was very creepy, um, and you really feel for Michael because he is like 
doesn't want to be a serial killer. I, <laughs> and it's you just know what? Like, Me too, Michael. It's just, it, it was really, really good. Uh, and they actually, like, I mean, they didn't have it at my local library. I had to, like, order it through, like, the library system. But I was surprised my library system even had it because of the uh, descriptions in it. Because it is rough. Yeah. Um, but still really good. It it was listed as, like a like, a gold star book. I wouldn't say it is, really. It's fine. Uh, if you're a fan of like horror movies, like pretty hardcore horror movies, then like you'll be fine with this one. Mm-hmm. Um, I got two more. One is Good Is Gone by Amy Gentry. Um, it is about 13-year-old Judy Whitaker was kidnapped from her bedroom in the middle of the night. Witness only oh. by her younger sister. So very <gasps> Elizabeth Smart. I, very setting. Elizabeth Smart and very, um, oh, we just did another episode on one. Um, the, the little girl that Winona Ryder, Polly Klaas. Yeah. Um, yeah. like, oh, I hate, I, oh God. Yeah. So she was, uh, kidnapped from her bedroom in the middle of the night and her sister saw it. Her family was shattered, but managed to stick together, hoping against hope that Julie is alive. And then one night the doorbell rings. A young woman who appears to be Julie is finally miraculously home safe. The family is ecstatic, but Anna, Julie's mother, has whispers of doubts. She hates to face them. She cannot avoid them. When she is contacted by a former detective turned private eye, she begins a torturous search for the truth of the woman she desperately hopes is her daughter. Mm -hmm. So somebody comes to the door saying it's her long-lost daughter that's been missing for years and years and years, and she wants it to be true, but is it? This gives me Wineville vibes, too. Yeah, very much so. Like, oh, man. Like, just they take, like, all of the worst aspects (laughs) of some of these cases and just, oh, God, make it a nightmare. That's like, like, will I read it? Absolutely. But this one is really good because it's not so much horror. It's very much thriller. Yeah. Uh, There are, like, some depictions of, like, abuse. But this one had, like, several twists that, like, went into each other and was, like, back and forth and back and forth and back and forth. And it was finally, like, a very satisfying ending like i liked it a lot it was really good mm-hmm. um and my last one i would put highly on the gold star list uh it is very gruesome you might have seen it on book top book talk or booktube it is pretty girls by karen slaughter which is just the yes. best the best like horror n- writer name, name. Yes. Karen slaughter fantastic so the description is 20 years ago claire scott's eldest sister julia went missing no one knew where she went. No note, no body. It was a mystery that was never solved and it tore her family apart. Now another girl has disappeared with chilling echoes of the past. And it seems like she might not be the only one. Claire is convinced Julia's disappearance is linked. But when she begins to learn the truth about her sister, she is confronted with the shocking discovery and nothing will ever be the same. <laughs> this one, I will say, I want to say it's like a hundred pages in. There's going to be a like a bomb dropped. Mm-hmm. And if that is too much for you when that scene comes up. Yeah. I would put the book down and you don't need to finish it because it does not get better. <laughs> it gets so much worse. So, so much worse mm-hmm. than that first like bomb drop. Um, I thoroughly enjoyed this book it was twisty and turny it Ooh. was gruesome it was it was rough you love but it I, though i really liked it yeah 
Uh, there are graphic depictions of abuse, so ah. be warned. Yeah. Um, but Thank you there for the is warning. there is a kind of prequel novella called <gasps> Blonde Hair, Blue Eyes by Karen Slaughter. Um oh. and it is about I would read read Pretty Girls first because you need to read Pretty Girls first to understand. But uh Blonde Hair, Blue Eyes is um about the sister Julia's kidnapping. Okay. And what happens. But you wanna you wanna find out like the twist before <laughs> before you read this one. Um, okay. But if you can stand it, highly recommend. I really liked it. And with all of these, if you read them from my recommendation, I would love to hear what you thought of it. Um, because I want to start a little dialogue on books because I want to read more and just let's just keep adding to my to be read list. Yeah. I mean, and why not? In that same vein, we put it out on our Instagram. Um, some books that you guys had read that you wanted to suggest. And I have a couple here that immediately I was like, didn't even finish reading the description. I was like, add it to the list. So good. You guys know exactly what I want. So um, I'm going to read a couple of those. The first one is pen pal by Dathan Albuck. Um, A man investigates the seemingly unrelated, bizarre, tragic, and horrific occurrences of his childhood in an attempt to finally understand them. Beginning with only fragments of his earliest years, you'll follow the narrator as he discovers that these strange and horrible events are actually part of a single terrifying story that has shaped the entirety of his life and the lives of those around him. If you've ever stayed in the woods just a little too long after dark, if you've ever had the feeling that someone or something is trying to hurt you, if you remember the first friend you ever made and how strong that bond was, then Pen Pal is a story that you won't soon forget despite how you might try. Ooh. Yes. So the Goodreads listing on this one says that it began as a series of short interconnected stories posted on an online horror forum. Mm. And before long, it was adapted into illustrations and then there were audio recordings and then short films and it was all revised and expanded into this novel. So this is like a group effort book, <laughs> like yeah. a group project. Oh, I that love just that. Sounds, it sounds so good and very different from some of the stuff that I've read, which I really, really like. Um, another one that was suggested was I Hunt Killers by Barry Liga, L-Y-G-A. And there's two sequels called Game and Blood of My Blood. Um, but I Hunt Killers is about what if the world's worst serial killer was your dad? Oh, Jasper, no, 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 no. Yes. Jasper <gasps> Jazz Dent is a likable teenager, a charmer, one might say, but he's also the son of the world's most infamous serial killer. And for dear old dad, take your son to work day was year round. Jazz has witnessed crime scenes the way cops wish they could from the criminal's point of view. And now bodies are piling up in Lobo's Nod. In an effort to in clear what? his name, Lobo's Nod. Okay. Which is a, a place, I guess. Okay. No, I, I like, and I'm not trying to make fun when I said I thought I had a stroke for a minute. I was like, wait, okay, good. <laughs> that, that wasn't English. Wait a minute. <laughs> um, in an effort to clear his name, Jazz joins the police in the hunt for a new serial killer. But Jazz has a secret. Could he be more than, like his father than anyone knows? Ooh. This is 100% a book that I would read. Immediately added to the list. Thank you to who suggested it. I love, I love. Sounds so good. That Yeah, that is, ooh, hell yeah. Uh, and then I have this. one more, which is called The Others by Sarah Blau. B-L-A-U? Blue? Blau? I don't know. I don't know. B-L-A-U. 
Okay. Um, as soon as Sheila hears the news, she knows the police will be calling. Dina Kaminer, one of Israel's uh, preeminent feminist scholars and Sheila's oldest friend, has been found murdered and the word mother carved into her forehead and a baby doll fixed to her hands. <gasps> oh my For, God. Yes. For Sheila, that word is a warning. Two decades before, she and Dina had a group had joined a group of women who swore they would never have children. Instead, they would follow the example of the others, women the Torah considered childless, but they saw as willingly child-free. Sheila has upheld her vow year after year, even as her friendship with Dina fell apart. But now, as more women turn up dead, each transformed into a mother against her will, Sheila must decide if she's made the right choice and who might want to make her pay the ultimate price. Dun, dun, dun. Oh my god, Autumn and I can't read this book. Yeah. Yeah. I would oh say um, it's a little touchy with the whole Roe v. Wade thing happening around it. That, like unwillingly yeah. becoming a mother is like, uh, it's a touchy subject, but it does sound like a very twisty-turny mystery yeah. that um, sounds very interesting. Oh, that is, that is... Right? Yeah. I'm never going outside. Yeah, right? <laughs> like... <laughs> Uh, so I want to get into like the crux of what I started researching for this episode, mm -hmm. which ended up being like the most fun part. I'm definitely not going to get to all of them. So uh, if you want a part two, I can do a part two. Also, I could just post it, the whole master list that I have on uh, the website if you want. But I really like, like I'll love a horror movie. And then mm -hmm. I'm like, but I want a book to read that's like kind of like it. So like what yep. book is like this movie that I love? Yes. And I found a, I found a couple different lists. And then I also went in and kind of did some of my own. So this is from Perfect. a compilation of a bunch of different places on the website and also my brain. Oh, I love this. Um, so if you like the show, The Flight Attendant, mm -hmm. um, you can read Hostage by Claire McIntosh. And so love I will Claire say, McIntosh. Yes. You know I, I love that, Claire McIntosh. <laughs> that some of these, like, they're not going to be a, like, word for word, like, identical, yes. like... It's not like uh, the like, book is based, or the series, or the movie is based on these books. No, it's just, it just has similar, like, vibes, mm -hmm. similar genre, Themes, similar yes. characters. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, there are, I will mention some that I'm like, this is 100% based on this. Yes. But um, this one is... Uh, in a plane setting. Okay. So if you have flight anxiety, maybe, maybe don't, don't read this yeah. one. But if, <laughs> if you have flight anxiety, you probably aren't watching the flight attendant. But True. So Hostage is about Mina, a flight attendant who receives a note from a passenger on their 20-hour trip. I think it's from London to Sydney, saying mm -hmm. that they will make sure that the plane never reaches the destination and that <gasps> Mina is going to help. Yes. Oh, absolutely not. So it's like a claustrophobic thriller. <gasps> yeah. It's rough. It is rough. Also, oh we're recording God. this. I will say we're recording this on 9-11. So this Haley. is probably not, like, the best book to be talking about right now. Also, yes. But like, oh, God. I, I, that has been on my to-be-read list for a very long time. Anything by Claire like, McIntosh. Yeah. I'm, yeah. I'm obsessed with her. Another good one by her that's got nothing to do with the flight attendant is I See You. I tell every single person to read it. So far, only one of my friends has taken this advice, and she texted me in all caps when she finished it. And I think yeah. that's all you need to know. Okay, good. I we'll add, See We'll add you. that to our master list. Okay. Yes, it's, it's fucking terrifying, it, but in a good way, in a good yeah. way. Like, you, uh, you know I'm a, I'm a huge baby, like, gigantic, but you will make it through this book. Well, I, that's You'll also something I wanted to talk years. about before I move on. 
are you more willing to read horror books yes. than you are to watch horror movies? Yes, because I can put them down and put them away. And also because for a lot of people, imagining it is scarier, but I have more control of what I imagine. Okay. So, like, I'm not saying that I do this, but for example, okay, like, yeah, there's there's a lot of blood and gore and guts, but how do we know that, like, they're not bleeding rainbows and glitter? Like, right. it's just, it's easier for me, plus, like, if you can put a face to a character as opposed to, like, like, for example, like, if an actor is playing some or whatever... It just it yeah. freaks me out a little bit more. Because, yeah, so you you like it better when your brain AI can like auto generate yes. a face. Yes, like and because I can put face. the book down and not touch it for like six months and then come back to it. <laughs> yeah, that's harder to do with the movie. <laughs> yes, exactly, exactly. Um, but here's a little light one that uh, I think you would like. If you like Scooby Doo, you're gonna want to read Scooby-Doo. Meddling Kids by Edgar Cantaro. Cantaro. Okay. Uh, which is about a child detective group from the 70s that must reunite in 1990 after a failed mission broke their group apart. How do you spell it? I'm, I'm, you've already got me. C-A-N-T-E-R-O. C-A-N-T-E-R-O. Edgar Cantero. Yeah, you've already got um, me. You've I read it me. like two years ago. It is very good. It is very Scooby-Doo. There's a dog involved. Like, it's like a, It is so Scooby-Doo. The, um, that's, that's the shit I like to see. It's very good. And You're very talking spooky. to somebody who read a fuck ton of Nancy Drew books when she was a child. So, Perfect. like, yeah. Yes. Um, if you liked Silence of the Lambs, <laughs> then you're going to like None Shall Sleep by Ellie Marnie. And this is about the FBI recruits a final girl serial killer survivor and a U.S. Marshal candidate teen boy to conduct interviews with juvenile killers. The teens swiftly gain insights into the killer's minds that were previously impenetrable to previous professional adult interviewers. Suddenly, the teenagers find themselves in extreme danger when they are sent to probe a notorious sociopathic murderer who may have connections to an active case killer. Mm Mm-hmm. Which is very, like, Silence of the Lambs. Like, send this, like, young, like, little doe-eyed person in and, like, get some insight. And then they get way more insight than they were looking for. Yeah. Um, oh, God. Wow. Very good. That's on my that list. That sounds good. Yeah. Like, yes. I don't even like Silence of the Lambs. But, like, that that sounds like my shit. Yeah. Uh, if you like Beetlejuice, you Ooh! should try Under the Whispering Door by T.J. Clune. Um, never content, the antagonist Wallace Price refuses to accept his unfortunate fate until a reaper takes him to a village in between life and death. There, Wallace meets a tea shop owner named Hugo. The tea-drinking ferryman helps unsure souls cross over to the afterlife, but Wallace refuses Hugo's help. Wallace will have to rely on Hugo for assistance when Wallace is given seven days to finally cross over. So it's one of those, like, kind of purgatory in between life and death type stories. And also, I was assured, very funny. Okay. Um, if you like Get Out and kind of the mm. social reckoning of Get Out, um, you'll probably like The Taking of Jake Livingston. It's a YA social thriller. It's by Ryan Douglas, D-O-U-G-L-A-S-S, Douglas. It's about 16-year-old Jake Livingston and he has to balance life between being a medium and racist teachers at his almost all-white prep school. Um, like I said, it's YA, but still sounds very good. It also sounded like there was some LGBTQIA plus um, representation in this book. Awesome. Um, so it sounds very good. The cover looks fantastic. It looks beautiful. The Hell Taking yeah. of Jake Livingston. Um, if you like The Blair Witch Project, <laughs> you should try Our Last Echoes by kate alice marshall 
And this is a YA thriller about a girl named Sophia who is drawn to the mysterious town of Bitter Rock to find out what happened to her mother who went missing there 15 years earlier. Many people have gone missing in Bitter Rock. And when Sophia arrives, she begins to unravel why. Ooh. Very spooky. I like that. We love Um, a female detective, like a strong female. Well, here's the thing. (laughs) If I'm looking, I do like that. But if I'm looking for a like thriller if it says that it's from the point of view of like an fbi agent a police officer a detective i am immediately like nah i want the the like the protagonist to be like some fucking rando that has to be thrown into this situation and find out what they have to do yep or like someone who's retired and they're not prepared for this anymore like yeah, I'm, I'm getting too old for this shit not even thing. i'm getting too old for this shit but just like they had like like the ones that i'm thinking of are the um i think it's josie bates series and she like was a detective for like hardcore stuff and then she like did a a bit a bit too hardcore of a case and was like i'm not doing this anymore i'm just gonna be like a little pi finding people's like cheating husbands and then like yeah, she gets good. sucked back I- into it so like she's like not be- she's a little she's still a little rusty i still i still like the books that are like starting from zero have no knowledge of like how to yeah. do any of this stuff yeah um but if you liked the movie unfriended you know that one that's like the the zoom one mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. uh if you like anything that's like um the Techie. host host is another one anything oh, that yeah. was like very much about like the social media age you should read You're So Dead by Ash Parsons. Mm-hmm. It's an Agatha Christie-inspired YA thriller comedy Ooh. about three best friends who sneak into an influencers-only festival event gone wrong, only to discover a killer is in their midst, and they have to uncover the truth to solve the mystery before it's too late. Mm-hmm. So very, like, of the age, very techy, very, like, social media, blah, blah, blah. Um, but sounds fun. Mm-hmm. Um, I have a couple for Scream. Because I really like the ones that are very much, like, aware of themselves. And that's, like, all these ones that I found. So Harrow Lake by Kate Ellis um, is a good one. And it's about Lola Knox, who is the daughter of a celebrated horror filmmaker. She thinks that nothing can scare her. But okay. when her father is brutally attacked in their New York apartment, she quickly pack- she's quickly packed off to live with her grandmother. And she's never met um in this place called harrow lake which is the eerie town where her father's most iconic horror movie was shot the locals are also weirdly obsessed with the film that put their town on the map and there are strange disappearances which the police seem determined to explain away Mm -hmm. i'm here for that um there's also my heart is a chainsaw by stephen graham jones which is another one i've heard a lot on booktube about so bodies are piling up in the small town of proofrock idaho and 17 year old slasher film aficionado jade daniels seems to be the only one who sees that her world is transforming into a real life horror movie oh this one this is one of the ones that's been on my list i think there's also sequels to this i could be wrong but if you go on goodreads you'll see that uh also if you don't have a goodreads account get one because that's how i log all the books that i'm like wait did i read this one yet is Mm -hmm. there another one in this series uh we're not sponsored but we should be love goodreads <laughs> goodreads um, if you're listening another one that immediately as soon as i read the description i added it to my list um the mary shelley club by goldie modolski 
Okay. Um, Rachel Chavez finds comfort in horror movies and uses them to put her past behind her. Rachel is recruited by the Mary Shelley Club, a mysterious society of students who conduct fear tests as a competition, and soon enough, the stakes are raised and the game turns deadly. Can Rachel use her cinematic trivia to survive her own horror movie? <gasps> it sounds so good. Oh my god, yeah, that's another one. The Mary Shelley Club. Ooh. Um, also, uh, from different articles that I read, um, Final Girls by Riley Sager was yep. listed, The Last Final Girl by Stephen Graham Jones. Um, and The Devil and Winnie Finn by David Osto. Um, those were all suggested for Scream. If mm-hmm. you like Scream, you might like those books. Um, but we're also running out of time, so I'm going <laughs> to quickly get through my my last couple. Um, if you like Shaun of the Dead, if you like zombie comedy, you will like Warm Bodies by Isaac Marion, mm-hmm. which was also turned into a movie, a movie with Nicholas, with Nicholas Holt. Holt. Yes. yes, and Tess Palmer, I believe. Yes. Uh, it's the first in a trilogy, the book, and it's about R, who is a zombie that falls in love with a living girl. I won't go too more into it, but very cute, very like zombie rom-com, which sounds like a weird genre, but mm-hmm. very fun. Mm-hmm. Um, also, a book that I've recommended many, many times that I love and I've reread is The Zombie Survival Guide, Complete Protection from the Living Dead by Max Brooks. Love Max Brooks. Um, Devolution is a really good one. It's like a... a like a first-hand account of like a Bigfoot attack, which Ooh. is really fun. Uh, obviously, Max Brooks wrote World War Z, blah, blah, blah. But I love Zombie Survival Guide. And it's a detailed instruction manual on how to make it through the end of days. This book covers everything you need to know, including how to understand zombie physiology and behavior, the most effective defense tactics and weaponry, ways to outfit your home for lo- a long siege, and how to survive and adapt to any terrain or territory. It's very fun. It takes itself very seriously, which I love. Yeah. Oh, I love um, um, if you like, if you like The Conjuring, mm-hmm. you should read The Grip of It by Jack Jemick. Um, it's about a young couple that move into a haunted house. I won't go too deeply into it. I read this several years ago and I remember really liking it. It was really, really twisty and interesting. Mm-hmm. The Grip of It by Jack Jemick. If you look at the cover, too, you're very much unsettled because it's very, like, scratchy hand-drawn. It's terrifying. Um, I love it. I love all of this. Right? If you like The Descent. So The Descent is, like, these women that, like, go into the, um, they go spelunking and they get stuck in the caves. Oh, God. And these, like, monstery things, like, attack <gasps> them. No. Yes. Uh, it's from, like, 2005. It was good. Oh. Um, so if you like The Descent, you should read uh, The River at Night by Erica Freenick. And it follows a group of women who decide to take an adventurous girls trip and end up going whitewater rafting in a remote part of Maine. Mm-hmm. As the trip begins to take a turn for the worse, the tensions of the group begins to show. And soon they find themselves making a disturbing discovery out in the wilderness that puts their lives at risk. Um, the, the Descent is very much about like, it's very horror based it's very like female fronted but it's also a like a very much about their relationships which is how i feel the river at night kind of takes it is that the main horror is outside them but they're also dealing with stuff within their friendships that is like kind of tearing them apart Mm -hmm. uh which is another one by zoji stage getaway by zoji stage z-o-j-e stage 
Um, it's about three lifelong friends that set off for a week-long hike in the Grand Canyon with the goal to reunite and set a past tragic event behind them, only to discover that something dangerous is on their trail. And that's another one that's very much, it's centered around this group friendship and then a horror that's coming at them from all sides. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And... I have one more for The Descent, which is The Ruins by Scott Smith, which I mentioned a little bit earlier. Yeah. Another one that's like at the top of my list to be read as soon as my library gets it in. Mm -hmm. um, two young couples are on a lazy Mexican vacation, sun-drenched days, drunken nights, making friends with fellow tourists. When the brother of one of those friends disappears, they decide to venture into the jungle to look for him. What started out as a fun day trip slowly spirals into a nightmare when they find an ancient ruin site and the terrifying presence that lurks there. That's, very spooky yeah that's that's nightmare fuel i love that's, it oh my god <laughs> um and my last one i have so many more again if you want me to do a part two or just post them on the website let me know but the last one is the craft so if you yep. like the craft you should read furies by kate low okay. katie low sorry furies by katie low it looks like it's furries but it's not it's furies <laughs> okay uh, in 1998, a dead girl is found on a swing at her boarding school. A year prior to that, Violet is the new girl who steps foot on campus looking for a fresh start and befriends a trio of girls who are obsessed with the school's history, including witchcraft. Mm. As Violet gets closer to her new friends, she realizes they may have picked her for a reason. Violet looks oddly enough like a former member of the group who had previously vanished. Oh, I Very am adding that to my list yes furies not furries not furries. furies by katie lowe as in rob lowe yeah oh, wow. but yeah i i can't believe we made it over an hour talking about um horror and thriller books again i have so I many can. more and i would uh i would like to do a part two once i've read more of them which mm -hmm. could be a while but also like i i need to get through some of these that are on my list because they just sound so good. Right now, I am in the very beginning of, hold on, I'm looking it up as we talk about it because I need to get the title right because I love it so far. It's set in New Jersey, which also made me like yeah. a little like excited for it. There it is. It's called <laughs> The Night Shift by Alex Finlay. If you've Why read it, don't. I heard of this? It came out pretty recently, I think. It came out, yeah, it came out in March of this year. If you've read it, don't ruin it for me of course um, not. but it is about um it starts on new year's eve 1999 like y2k at this Ooh. video store in new jersey and um uh like all the the people that work there are killed except for one girl makes it out alive <gasps> and then like it starts happening again um it sounds so good and i'm i'm only like a couple chapters in but i love it so far the night shift by alex finlay f-i-n-l-a-y um that's yeah god I but if, if you're reading something good please let me know i want to i want to read more spooky stuff mm -hmm. and um if you're picking one up for um spooky season let me know I, obviously no spoilers given mm -hmm. uh, but if you want to talk about it afterwards i'd love to and um maybe on the facebook page or in the instagram comments under our post about this episode if you want to talk to each other about uh, yeah. if you've if you've read a book that some uh, another listener has read then we'd like to have like a little book group going yeah a little book it sounds club. so fun yeah i mean and i think that in that vein because we did get some recommendations from listeners um 
Yeah. That if we want to go through and share those really quick. Yeah, go yeah. for it. All right. So first we've got A Good Girl's Guide to Murder by Holly Jackson, recommended by Alex. Thank and you, Alex. that sounds like fucking a good time a, a good girl's time guide to murder i can't i can't i believe Don't. it's a series i'm looking it up on goodreads right now yes it, it is, is a series it is the first one in a series and it sounds very very good yes and it's by holly jackson i don't remember if i said that yes and then like like me sin is also a hoe for poe and said anything by edgar Allan poe yeah i mean telltale heart obviously the fall of the house of usher pit yes. and the pendulum yes. i have like a, uh, like i have one of those like barnes and noble edgar mm-hmm. Allan poe compendiums yeah mm-hmm. yeah yeah yep. i love it well and 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 send out a few so of course dracula by bram stoker a classic of course yeah a yeah, classic, classic a must and then a few creepypastas the goat man um my romantic cabin getaway um just not just that yes that was it that was that was, those are the ones and then Fun. we've got sharp objects by jillian flynn and that was recommended by michaela and if jillian flynn sounds familiar to you the police are coming for me um if jillian flynn sounds familiar to you that's because she's the author of gone girl and this series has also re- or this book has also been recently made into a series on hulu yep. with i believe amy adams Yes, and the then star. there's another one that I really wanted to read by Jillian Flynn called Dark Places. Dark I have not Place, read yes. it yet, but it sounds very, very good. Yes, I've heard I've heard great things about... I mean, honestly, Jillian Flynn's another one. Like, she's right up there, I'd say, with um, Claire McIntosh, um, Leanne Moriarty, where, like, they're just really good at writing, like, thriller, like, type of shit. Yeah, I mean, I would have brought up more of, like the Jillian Flynn's of mm-hmm. the world, but like she, her name is already so big that I did want to like yeah. mention like some, Give the some ones recent ones that came out and some like smaller ones that I've, that I've been reading, which are really good too. Yeah. Um, and then for those who don't know much about sharp objects, it's, um, Oh, pardon me. I'm, I'm literally like my throat just decided to seize up. <laughs> um, the synopsis from Goodreads is fresh from a brief stay at a psych hospital. Reporter Camille Preaker faces a troubling assignment. She must return to her tiny hometown to cover the unsolved murder of a preteen girl and the disappearance of another. For years, Camille has hardly spoken to her neurotic hypochondriac mother or to the half-sister she barely knows, a beautiful 13-year-old with an eerie grip on the town. Now installed in her old bedroom in her family's Victorian mansion, Camille finds herself identifying with the young victims a bit too strongly. Dogged by her own demons, she must unravel the psychological puzzle of her own past if she wants to get the story and survive this homecoming. All of this hits hits for me. All of yeah. this. All of this is hitting for me. Um, just every single, right down to the goddamn Victorian mansion. I'm so here for a Victorian mansion, it's not even funny. Yeah. Um, and then Kim... Finally, that was recommended by Michaela, but then Kim had one, and it's called The Guest List by Lucy Foley. Yes, that's been on my list for a very long time. That's yeah, another same. one of those one-by-one killing you off. It's like a wedding setting, I think. It is. It is. So according to Goodreads, the synopsis is, quote, on an island off the coast of Ireland, guests gather to celebrate two people joining their lives together as one. I'm going to pause here real quick. Lived this recently. Um, yep. The Groom. Handsome and charming, a rising television star. The bride, smart and ambitious, a magazine publisher. It's a wedding for, the ma- for a magazine or for a celebrity. The designer dress, the remote location, the luxe party favors, the boutique whiskey. 
The cell phone service may be spotty and the waves may be rough, but every detail has been expertly planned and will be expertly executed. But perfection is for plans, and people are all too human. As the champagne is popped and the festivities begin, resentments and petty jealousies begin to mingle with the reminiscences. Reminiscences? Reminiscences. And well wishes. <laughs> the groomsmen begin the drinking game from their school days. The bride not so accidentally ruins her dress. The bride's oldest male friend gives an uncomfortably caring toast. And then someone turns up dead. Who didn't wish the happy couple well? And perhaps more important, why? I'm so here for this. I the would guest say list, Lucy Foley. Yes, and I would say if you've read the guest list or you want to read the guest list, but you want to watch something that's like in the same vein as that, kind of reverse engineering what I just did with the movies and book recommendations, mm -hmm. you're going to want to watch a little series called Harper's Island. Okay. I adore this series. Um, it, I think it was a Canadian series or something. It came out several years ago. It is fantastic. Harper's Island. It is about, it's, it's literally this. It's like they are on this island for a wedding. They get killed off one by one and can't get off the island. It is literally that. It is fantastic, and I don't want to spoil it for anyone because it's so good. Um, but Harper's Island and the guest list, I would pair them together. Okay, that's that's awesome. Um, I'm gonna add that to my list now too. And there was a book that I had thought of too that I can't think of now off the top of my head, and it's gonna it's gonna bother me. But I guess that's fine. Um, but yeah, if there's any more suggestions, again, I have no shame in adding mm -hmm. hundreds of more books to my inevitably, <laughs> like, gonna die reading to be read list. Um, you can suggest any of those on our social medias. We're on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Um, we are also on Patreon. You can join for as little as a dollar, as much as whatever you want. You get episodes early. You get a postcard from us. You get shout outs and stuff. So go check out the Patreon. Um, we also have a website, which is crimeculturepodcast.tumblr.com, which I'll be posting the list of all of the books that we've talked about. And again, it'll be like a living document. So as people suggest them, I'll keep adding them. Um, and... I think that's it. You can email us, crimeculturepod mm -hmm. at gmail.com. Did I bring that up yet? Um, you did not, but... I didn't. You can. Here we go. <laughs> and uh, You have now. Also, uh, we are rapidly approaching Spooktober, which you know will get you uh, two episodes a month on Tuesday... Sorry, two episodes a week for the month of October um, on Tuesdays and Thursdays. And um, it's going to be super fun. And if you are listening on the day that this episode comes out, this is the cutoff day for joining our um, Secret Satan Halloween gift exchange. Mm -hmm. So it, if you... Tomorrow, if you're listening to this on Tuesday, tomorrow is the final day to sign up. Yes. Well, I thought it was on the 13th. Shit. Today, Today. is the final yes. day to sign up. If you're listening on the Patreon... Uh, tomorrow is the last day. If you're listening just in your regular feed, today is Tuesday the 13th, and that is the last day to sign up. Yes. Uh, we will be giving out our matches very, very shortly. So please, if you want to sign up, um, all of the information is on our link tree, which is in the description mm -hmm. of, or in the bio of all of our different social medias and stuff. Every single so, one. 
yeah go check it out the details of that it is like a secret santa but more fun because it's for halloween um and it's a gift exchange with other members of our fun little community yeah and i think everybody's gonna have a good time it is it's gonna be a very fun time so sign up if you're interested and i think with that we'll see you next tuesday We'll see you next Tuesday. I just want to say a quick little thank you also because we've we've had a few very lovely, very sweet um, reviews come through. Oh yeah, and, and some very some very sweet and loving messages. And so just thank you all for being so kind and so thoughtful with your words and for listening and just like truly, it's just like it, it's 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 a day maker. It really is. Yeah. And like thank you it's it's so comforting to hear that there are people out there who are what we do resonates and what we have to say resonates and that you don't hate the banter that's always great yeah (laughs) i mean but yeah uh, we just want it to sound like a conversation with friends and Mm -hmm. you are our friends yes so you guys are included in the conversation yes so thank you friends Thanks, friends. And we'll talk to you next Tuesday, and we'll see you next Tuesday. See you next Tuesday. Bye. Bye. I can't hold my breath like I